And so on we go, waiting for big decisions from England today. Um, at the time of going to press, these programmes are recorded in the Grey Lounge in the morning. Mm -hmm. A lot's going to happen this Monday. Do you Andy, think so? Which I... Well, I, well, I mean, we've sat here every Monday and said, there's big decisions coming. And not, nothing's been made. Well, on the back of what Germany did this weekend, yeah. and uh, congratulations to all involved, mm -hmm. we don't know yet if there are consequences mm -hmm. of what has happened in the Bundesliga, but uh, they got it on. They said they would. They did. Um, I, I think we're edging towards a restart, although I would continue to question the merits of a restart, particularly now the domestic broadcasters have said we want half our money back. <laughs> We want access to dressing rooms, the Holy Grail in TV. Why? I've never been a big fan. I no. don't understand what it is you get. That's the workplace of a professional footballer, yeah. manager, coach uh -huh. and stuff. Leave them alone. Yeah. Uh, two minutes before we start to, to, to run a competition, who's the longest in the shower? Because that's what happens. Oh, well. um, so I, I don't get that. But uh, I, I think they're trying, Andy. Although there are many stories from the weekend that I shall share with you in okay. just a moment um, that will perhaps give us a steer. This morning, this is not going to help. Mail online. Uh, this is a Premier League official, unnamed, anonymous. If you ask people in the street to play for £60,000 a week, they'd all say yes. Premier League stars who refuse to train over coronavirus fears should not be paid, says a club official. That's yeah. not going to go you down. You said he's anonymous. <laughs> There's no surprise there. That's <laughs> not going to go down very well this morning. And it's and the negotiations not, way, with those it's, who it's are concerned, nonsense. is it? Of course it is. What? That. Well, absolutely. Total nonsense. I mean... Um, um, Aaron Cresswell this weekend, uh, why won't football listen to the players? Uh, he says he's got concerns about restarting and they're being ignored. Um, whilst others, Agbon Lahore, one of your favourites from Aston Villa during his time mm -hmm. there, he insists he's spoken to many who simply will refuse to go back. Uh, Nigel Pearson voicing his concerns. I'm going to rip through these because yeah, we've got a great guest to talk mm -hmm. to. Uh, Nigel's major objection is that he says that people are closing their eyes to the threat and just because I'm concerned and others at my club and beyond are, does not make us rebels. That's the point we made last mm -hmm. week. Are uh, you going to congratulate Celtic? On what? Uh, a ninth in a row title could, to be confirmed today, Monday. I'll wait till it's confirmed before Scott I offer my Scott Brown believes Rangers should accept a curtailed season that hands Celtic their ninth consecutive league title because, he says, the gap, <laughs> the gap between the two clubs was only going to widen. Ah, well, it's not the first time I've disagreed with him, Scott said. It won't be the last, I'm sure. <laughs> it does look as though Scotland are going to cancel their premiership. Yeah, well, listen, if, it's, if it happens and a decision is made, Rangers will accept it because there's no other option and move on. Uh, from The Guardian here, a single failed COVID-19 test spells quarantine for Premier League squads. Not sure. I think all of those things are still under discussion. Yeah, me too. Um, so I don't know. Oh, look at that. I'll show it to you and we'll place it and share it later. What? As I was trawling through my pictures last night, I found that. What, why, why number 23? Number 23, because I was... Down, here we are, there's the team. Coventry's FA Cup final winning team. <laughs> uh, Downs, I can't believe McGrath, you mentioned that. Peak, well, Bennett, guest, I'm Gin, looking at our guest Regis, away. <laughs> Hutchison, Keys. Keys? Tim Flowers. Oh. What number are you? 23. What's the significance? Uh, I, well, they asked me, did I have a particular number in mind? And I said, I don't, I really don't mind. They said, well, uh, all the players we've seen that looks a lot like David Beckham, it's you. So do you mind 23? And Why I said, did Beckham use it? <laughs> no, no, seriously. This is a serious question. No, and I'll tell you why, because I have been watching... Michael Jordan. Correct. Yeah. MJ, Michael and here's, Jordan. And here's, here's a story that I leapt on, because 
I agree. Teddy Sheringham, article at the weekend in the Mail. I didn't want us to win if I wasn't on the pitch. Absolutely. We've discussed this many times and I've said to you, if I'm sitting on a bench watching the boys play, I don't want them to win because I want to be on there next week. I do. No, I don't. I do. I mean, no, See, I don't. Well, that's why you weren't on a, you were playing very often. Anywhere. Unai Emery's been talking. Arsenal couldn't protect me. The truth is I felt alone. From what, Unai? Yourself? Good evening? No, didn't do him a lot of good. Really? No. no. What, what could they... Oh, no. and Giorgio Chiellini has uh, hailed Sergio Ramos's takedown of the Liverpool star Mohamed Salah in the 2018 Champions League final as a masterstroke. <laughs> as the no. Italian praises Real Madrid's defenders devilish wit. No, <laughs> listen, yes, he brought him down. But do you honestly yes. believe yes. he brought him to the floor he, to bust his shoulder? I think he held no. on to him. No. And Chiellini goes no. on to he say... he dragged him to the ground to commit a foul and stop him moving. He I, didn't drag him to the floor saying, I'm going to bust his shoulder. You played, I always bow to your knowledge, but I think he held on to him with a view to injuring him if he could. And the consequence was he did. No, I and think that he just... Final was I went, on he wanted head. to rough him up and show him who was the boss. Here's another one that we discussed at the time. Uh, UEFA admit that referee Denise Aitkin and this is, his, uh, you won't know him, failed in the performance of his duties during Barcelona's historic comeback win against PSG in 2017. PSG 4 up, Barcelona won it 6-0, with a host of ridiculous decisions, or decisions that should have been made and weren't yeah. by this character. And, uh, but the thing that worried me about that was, there's too many of these now. Yeah. Too many of these yeah. coming out, Andy. Yes. Abredo last week said, yeah, I got it wrong Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea, Barcelona. And it's funny, two Which, of them, both are Barcelona. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, League One looks like it'll end this week uh, with Coventry okay. and Rotherham promoted. Oh, congratulations. Thank you, Andrew. Back in the big time for you. Yep. Strikers are most at risk of picking up COVID-19 on the football pitch because they spend up to 11 minutes in close proximity to an infected player, according to a study in Denmark. More issues could delay the start until June the 26th. Amongst them, Steve Bruce saying he needs six weeks to get his players. I, I don't ready. agree. Why? Well, I don't agree. He needs six weeks. You wouldn't get six weeks in the summer. After the players have been away, had a break, not trained, you wouldn't take six weeks to get them up and running and playing. So why do you need six weeks now when they've already got a certain level of fitness? I wouldn't know. I'm not a... I, I, I'm, I, don't, agree with, I don't agree with Steve. I don't think you need... Latest threat maybe, to the Premier League's budget restart comes from some technicians at uh, the two host broadcasters who are saying, well, it's all very well for them. They're all tested every day. What about us? What about us? We Fair don't point. want to go there. I think they've got a very good point. Fair point. Um, um, players don't believe it's safe to return. That's Chelsea's William. Oh, by the way, as an aside, Sunday Times this weekend, bad timing, publishing the rich list. Really? I at know. A time like Shocking. That? Poor. Seriously. Poor. Poor. Um, Who's top of it? Uh, <laughs> I don't care. No one remembers <laughs> Jisung Park, but he was as important as Ronaldo, says Wayne Rooney in his column this weekend. Wow. I remember him. Yeah, he says you don't always need big players. No, you know, you need, a, it's a team. Yeah. Yeah. Ronaldo needs others to do what he doesn't do. Yeah. Um... Points are scored, but players get forgotten. That's an article from the Times on the very same thing. Um, uh, how much do we care about them? But this one, this one, Andy, out of Scotland. Whilst clubs squaddle, uh, squaddle, squabble mm -hmm. and, and point score, Scotland's players are entitled to wonder why they've become so marginalised in the narrative of coronavirus. It, it's a very different game up there. About 90 Premiership players will be out of contract next month, mm -hmm. with that number swelling to an estimated 500 over the next few months. It's a serious problem. 500? That's every player. Doctors' Union attacks football's <laughs> purchase of PPE. This was inevitable. Um, yeah. Protective uh, equipment. That was, that was bound to happen. Uh, how the art of scanning is turning players' heads and separating the great from the merely good. This is from Sam Dean in The Telegraph. 
Um, this is everything, and I'm going to come back to this later in the mm -hmm. week, this is everything to do with the ability of a player to see a ball and an opponent all at the same time. Many of the things you've discussed all down the years that have just come onto the agenda now, apparently that's just what makes a good play. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, all those things that Modern I was taught, yes. having a picture, yes. knowing what everybody is. Yes. I think there was a, I don't know, and our guest might tell us this, but I think uh, it might have been Terry Venables at times when he was coaching, when I was doing a game, and he would shout, stop, and he'd go to your player and say, what's behind you? No, he didn't. No? No, because it's only just been... Oh, brought <laughs> <up to> you. <laughs> I, well, I, and I played with a couple of coaches who did stop. Where's, what's on your left-hand side? And no. If you didn't know... No. You've got a Wayne Rooney, in. Wayne Rooney, uh, he's worried. Project Restart, he says, uh, is, is not to take into account players' opinions. Well, it um, will. As out of France, PSG and Lyon must sort out neutral venues if they're to play on in the uh, Champions, Champions League, League, says Alexander Chefferin. Understandable. I thought France have said categorically no sport till September. So you've got to play outside the country. <laughs> um, Alexander Lacazette, this is, this is a problem for me. Not so much. Yeah, Arsenal say it's a private matter. No, it's not. It's a very public matter. It is. Idiot. Sorry. If you post it, it's Idiot. a public matter. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. This is what bothers me about the responsibility Andy, that you're handing to players to keep themselves safe, protect themselves from each other and others about them mm -hmm. as we think about restarting because you can't trust them. Um, uh, the, the, the fool that went to Paris for a sex party recently uh, from a club that's very close to your heart, mm. unnamed so far this particular gentleman, um, 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 uh, overnight um, from Chelsea. Uh, Hudson Adai, arrested. Uh, Listen, there's always going to be, there, there's hundreds and thousands of footballers, which are, well, hundreds, let's say, Premier League footballers, and you're always going to get <coughs> the odd one. That, that has to happen. That's the odd three in 24 hours. Three out of 500 is a One small carrying COVID-19 is too much. Ah, exactly. You can't trust them. Um, uh, um, Uwe Rosler here, who of course, was involved at the mm. weekend. It's worked, he said, so far, but we are still on very thin ice. Yeah, he's right. Uh, Premier League are targeting an August 22nd finale, which means Brucey will get his five or six weeks. An August finale? Mm. Why? Why? I'm oh, this, this, this was interesting in the mail today. This was perhaps the, the anniversary I was looking for, Andy, a little earlier when we were discussing. Uh, Bobby Moore. Oh. Um, uh, there were cops with guns aimed at, at, at everybody, and it was scary, like a scene from a movie, says Alan Mullery, on the anniversary of Bobby Moore being arrested in 1970. Yes. I think there's only one man alive that knows what happened there, Jeff Powell, who was probably Bob's closest mate, right. a reporter on the Daily Mail, yeah. and he's never said... Um, well I hope he does before he dies to tell yeah. us what happened. Best headline of the day, balloonacy, referring back to <laughs> like Lacazette it? in the yeah. middle of that like it. uh, uh, It's dangerous, says Ava Kenyera. Uh, football doesn't listen to medics. She should know. Jose didn't her. And three years ago, we had a major fallout, didn't we, as a result of those two. Um, League One ready to end, as I mentioned. Uh, Lampard in talks with Willian and Giroud. Sorry, I've stated my case previously. My contract ends on June the 30th. I am not playing on for four, six weeks or anybody else because I've got a move in my back pocket that I'm going to conclude in August. Therefore, I'm gone. Selfish. Hamstring. Selfish. No, I'm looking after myself. Yeah, it's selfish. Um, <laughs> what's, wrong with, what's wrong with that? Uh, and the last one, which I wanted to mention, uh, Angie Best. Uh, having another pop at George, to whom she was married for some time. No. Um, listen, Angie, the spotlight on you has gone off. Your time un un underneath the lights has come and gone. Oh, it shame. will never turn off as far as George is concerned no. for many of us. No. So please be quiet. Leave him alone and let him have some of the peace in death 
that he never got in life. Mm. Fellow was a genius. Yeah, a total um, genius. Why are, why are today, I, I, listen, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed watching a, a, a lot of uh, the old football that's mm-hmm. on screen, mm-hmm. but a lot of today's players are only a little bit sensitive about some of the games that I've been texting them. I, really? I noticed on ITV4 last night um, from the Euros, England, Scotland, so I texted John Collins and said, uh, good game on, make sure you don't miss. I mean, obviously we can't see it here. but no, I would have missed um, it anyway. Yeah, well, well, John said, never watched, but if memory serves me right, we gave you a decent game. I said, well, yeah, I just checked. Um, yeah, 2-0, England, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't reply after that. They're very sensitive, aren't they? Footballers are. Having been one, I, I, I understand that. And, you know, especially if they've played in big games. And lost them. And lost to an underdog. Well, you say underdog. Yes. I, I think they turned up, I think they turned up with an attitude, we've already won this. Who's they? 1987. Right. I've contacted a number of them recently when I noticed right. that game was on. Ray Clements ignored me. Did he? Uh, Glenn Hoddle came back with a really nasty <laughs> swipe. Oh, I see you're a Coventry fan again. <laughs> Glenn didn't play in that game. Yeah, he did. No, no he didn't. Oh, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Uton was more engaging. He, was, he, he actually said, listen, as I would have expected from Chris, yeah. good luck to you boys. You deserved it on the day. Thank you, Chris. Thank you're you, very Chris. kind. Very honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've officially, officially taken 1987... Uh, off of the record books. <laughs> <laughs> now, is he right? Did you turn up, as a matter of fact, thinking this is a done deal? Uh, no, no, of course we didn't. But, yes, but you the did. Obvious, but the obvious thinking is, is that we were big favourites, you know, going into the game in, in good form. There probably weren't uh, too many of the pundits that, uh, that thought that... Uh, that Coventry could win, and I think the fact that we scored so early, yeah, I think most people thought then, you know, momentum would take us on, knock uh, Coventry back. Um, but the problem was, is it um, it's regenerated them and rejuvenated them, and uh, and we came up against a, a Coventry team that uh, that were very much up for it on the day. Yeah, a very good Coventry side, by the way. I can still run you through it, Chris, if you like, minute no, by minute. No, save us, please. Including the outrageous, and I, I had a go at him many years later, Neil Midgley, sadly, who, who we've lost, but a top guy and top referee, uh, disallowing Cyril's goal, which would have really put us in the box seat for no good reason. I think he was bought. You I think, think so? Yeah, I think Tottenham bought him. Yeah. There's no yeah. question Every about chance. That. Still didn't do him any good, though. <laughs> no, did. <laughs> did Glenn play that day, Chris? I, I think not. Andy says he was there. <laughs> Uh, listen, I've spoken with you on numerous occasions uh, about this game, and I think we both accept that on the day, uh, you know, Coventry deserve it, and and you know, I think as a as a club, you know, we we were fortunate to have had success in in eighty one and, and, and eighty two, so we knew what it meant yeah. to win the, the the FA Cup, and I think particularly particularly. Being around Coventry and, and the ground, the years after that, hmm. you knew what it meant to them. Particularly the managers, you know, you yeah. knew what it meant to, to them. And, and Big Cyril, who I knew really well, you know, it was such an incredible day for them. Not just the fact that that, that, that Coventry won it, but I think in the manner that they won it. Yeah. I think that's uh, and, and that's what that's what our game is about. That's that's but, but I'm I'm nearly feeling guilty now but I'm yeah, I'm not feel, going to I'm still going to revel in it and you enjoy it. But, uh, what about a rest- what about a Premier League restart Chris? Uh, what are your thoughts? Um I, I think probably the most as the same as most you know I would have chopped and changed you know so many times and 
and of course it's 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 all about it's all about you know things changing and things changing here and the lockdown and, and um, you know allowing that little bit more freedom as such. Um, but I do think I do think it will go ahead. And, and I was I was probably in the thinking that you know whatever it takes, we have got to complete this league. You know whether that interrupted next season or so that we we have to finish this league. Um, you know my thinking now is very much that you know that there has to be an end date. That you know if I'm looking at what's going on yeah. abroad, you, you mentioned you know up in Scotland and and possibly what might happen with with the Premier League up in in in, in Scotland. You know perhaps today, I think there has to be an end date. I think it will resume. Um, no doubt, no doubt. I think they would have um, they would have enjoyed what they saw in uh, in Germany over the last couple of days. Maybe not so much about you know the performance, but I think in the in the manner in which the game went ahead, and I think they would have been buoyed by that. I think it will go ahead. Uh, I think there will be uh, players that that perhaps won't want to play or uh, are certainly worried health issues, family, and so. But, you know, you're looking at, you know, a German league where the players were prepared to play. They acted accordingly, you know, I think in, in perhaps every aspect of the game, even as regards celebrating. So I, I do think, and, um, and I do think it has to have an end date. Yeah, mm. yeah I agree with you, Chris. I think that uh, I'm not one for dragging this season into August, late August, I think for, for us as a, as a football people, it's more important we get the start of next season as close to August, middle of August as we can for me, rather than drag this one through the summer, carry it on, keep putting it off, keep putting it off. I think if we can't start and finish, for me, if I, if I can't finish this season by the end of July, right, I would, I would seriously yeah. just go forget I, it. I, I have to say, I, I mean, my, my thoughts on what we saw at the weekend, I said, I mean, very well done, everybody, but... For me, football is a sport. is a uh, there's a requirement of um, an audience, a, a, a crowd. It was it was a tr it was too much like a training session for me. It was I, it I was actually anemic. I actually enjoyed it. Me, I know you did, but it was for it. me it was anemic. And and with us now talking about finding a vaccine out of Oxford by by September, I just think as the weeks pass, we're getting nearer to sorting the problem mm. completely, and, yeah. and maybe to give ourselves a little bit of time to get there. Um, I didn't enjoy it. I, I, I understand why broadcasters want it back. Of course, I work for one, but um, I, I, I was uh, I was numb. Part well, let me tell you, I had the best. I don't know about you, Chris, but I had the best weekend I've had in nine weeks. There you go, <laughs> because I could sit down and watch proper football. I know it was not what we're used to, but it was a proper football match. It was competitive. I thought the guys were committed. They all looked happy to be there. I thought all the things there that, that you, would, you maybe were worrying about happens. Yes, I accept there was a huge thing missing from it. But I was just happy, Chris, to see the game back. Chris, I don't know. Chris two things. What about the, the Barmy footballers and the lads that have yeah. concerns in that respect? And I know you talked to Glenn Murray. He went public last week and said, all too soon, and I'm concerned. What are your thoughts on both? Uh, um, uh, absolutely. And I, and I think every individual, and remember, we, we are, you know, we, we're talking about players because they're in the public eye, but, you know, what about the physios at the club? You know, what about the, the coaches at the club? And so, so I think that's understandable. I think anybody that's in that position that's that, that's nervous, nervous, or I think anybody that's in that position that, that categorically says 
no, you know, I won't risk it. I, I won't play. I think all of that is understandable. Mm -hmm. Now, I presume what happened in Germany is it, it got to the stage where a lot of them fears were allayed by the conduct of the club and the way they went about the procedures at the club. So that's the only thing that I can think of. And I, I would imagine, I would imagine, because we are at the stage now where we are not training properly yet, there isn't that type of conduct. I think by the time we get to the stage, by the time we get to the stage where training, aspects of training are introduced in fives, then in tens, and then almost full training, um, I generally think that the, the, the players will feel more assured and more comfortable with it. And, and I presume that is, that's what happened in, in Germany. As regards to the game, the game itself, uh, I'm like you, Andy. I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching the game. But I know, I know it was whatever seventy percent, seventy percent of what you would you would deem to be, you know, a normal game. The way I, I my summary was, you know, some have said it was like a, a pre-season game. Well, mm -hmm. it wasn't like a pre-season game because a pre-season game you get supporters there. This was this was like a behind closed doors, exactly what it was, <laughs> yeah. game at your stadium. You know, the type that we would play, you know, maybe it's an international week where you you play a team at your stadium where it's where you can hear the comments. And it was interesting that over the two days, certainly I think in, in the Bayern game yesterday, because of the stadium, you could actually hear the players more. So the interesting the interesting fact will be when these are, when this is here, we know the language, we know the players, what that will actually add to you know the those watching the game itself mm. you see I, i've always had my own view on that as well chris i think um you, you you watch a football match of that intensity you expect people to um, be using the odd expletive here and there you you you, you watch itv's entertainment channels from three o'clock any afternoon yeah. repeats particularly and you can hear it interspersed across so many different shows as though it doesn't matter but we all get upset about it on a sports channel well where are you going to hear that kind of language? On a sports channel, surely. At a football match. <laughs> yes, football match. of all places. <laughs> How are you coping, Chris, yourself with lockdown? How's it going? No, no I've, I've been okay. I think pro probably uh, for, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, because because I've been out the game for a while. Yeah. Uh, I've got used to structure. I've got used to sort of structuring my days. I, I keep as busy as possible. Of course, the only thing I don't have that I did have before, before we went through the situation, was I was able to go to plenty of games and watch a lot of games. But I've I got used to that structure. Um, but it, but it's a mindset, and you know we, we I think it's it's about being fortunate to be you know where we are at the moment, where we've not been affected by it. Where, of course, we know that there are thousands and thousands of people that have been affected. We are able to go out. We are able to go into the garden, and so so. So I think it's 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 a mindset, and it has to be you know a mindset. But but I, I've got used to that type of structure, so so I've not found it too bad, and I find ways to to keep myself uh, entertained. <laughs> watch! I've got an idea for you this afternoon. Watch the '87 Cup final. It was a really good game. <laughs> I thought we'd left that behind. <laughs> for, for, for some reason, for some reason, on my laptop, 
I've, I've tried to Google it, and, it, and it's... <laughs> it's oh, I'll tell you another one, Chris, seeing as we're back on the subject, <laughs> who didn't come back to me, Clive Allen. Oh, there's who a had surprise. the season of his career, and after... Uh, oh, and the, the worst part about that game was I had to sit with Tottenham fans, because I, I, I was working at Breakfast TV at the time, and I went on Gloria Honeyford's Cup final show, <laughs> and they gave me two tickets. That was the deal. But they gave me two tickets at the wrong end. Oh, dear. <laughs> so I, I sat with... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, enough of that. Uh, thank you very much, Chris, for talking to us. Great to see you. I hope that you're, uh, as indeed, I hope in general, the game is back with us soon. But yeah. you, you particularly, uh, do you think it'll be long before you find your way back in? Well, well I, I hope not. I mean, what, what uh, I, I'd had some opportunities, um, of course, before and, and during the, uh, this, this season, which I... I turned down, waiting um, for that right one. I think uh, I'm more open now to to um, different ventures and, and even the possibility of maybe uh, managing abroad, which is yes, something yeah. that, that perhaps initially, when I when I was out of work, wasn't high on uh, my agenda. But but I'm looking for that challenge, and and if that wherever that that challenge is, you know, really I want to get back at the the highest level that I can and the highest level possible. Um, but I am open to to offers from abroad. There have been some inquiries, and 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 hopefully hopefully back uh, not too long. I, I miss the game as we all yeah. do. We miss and, you, Chris. And uh, we're to go. If I could just say, there are no right ones anymore. Fergie used to say, "Find a good chairman." There aren't too many of those. No, and the only, only thing I would say is, don't leave it too long. No, get yourself back in. Get Chris. back in. You know that. And if you're not, of course, Thank when we get back to normal, invitation here is always open. Yes. Thank you for talking to us, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Cheers, chaps. Proper guys. I'll see you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good lad, great lad. Yeah, happily, that'll never go away. Uh, but, yeah, um, not for you at all, just there, isn't it? <laughs> Tomorrow we will be in the company of a Premier League football manager. We tend okay. to be on Tuesdays. Uh, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, we have uh, League One uh, manager lined up. Yes, that'll be an interesting. Wednesday. Come Wednesday. By then, yeah. we'll know probably what's happening. Yep. And obviously, they, they will know much more about what's happening in the Premier League as well. Uh, thank you for your company. Uh, in the meantime, as we always say at this stage, stay safe, everyone. And we will see you tomorrow. <laughs>